This is Bob Petrakis with the other side of the news brought to you by the Free Press.org. WCRS Community Radio 98.3 and 102.1. Bugsy to the pink and white tent, please. Jimi Hendrix at Woodstock. And we are on the other side of the news with Bob Fetrakis. And the news and Dan is... Dan Dugan, WGRN. Stay away from the brown mescaline, Dan. Yes, that's right. Please get down off the towers. <laughs> <laughs> I, I listened to it repeatedly, the Woodstock album. That was Jimi Hendrix, of course, playing the Star Spangled Banner. And I remember when that was considered so irreverent that a friend of mine was thrown out of his house. Now, he and his father were already on, on the outs, but uh, for listening to that, to that uh, communist-inspired rendition of the Star-Spangled Banner. From a so, times change. paratrooper. And I tell you what, my father, the car dealer, would never have flown one of those big flags out there that are... You know, designed to bring business in while using the, uh, the American flag. The, that the was Fred Riker not flag? considered right. Yeah. The other thing is that I see people flying flags all the time that uh, have, are tattered and torn, and they really should be destroyed. Burn it or bury it. It's the appropriate way to, to treat that flag, and then go buy a new one. So there you go. There's our patriotic stand. But what do we think about the NFL, there, Robert? Well, I, I think one thing uh, to keep in mind is that. Uh, Colin Kaepernick was talking about social economic repression, the police harassing the black community. Right. It had nothing whatsoever to do with veterans and and the military. Mm -hmm. So we need to keep uh, that in mind uh, as well. Uh, and also the protests were really protests against And Donald Colin Trump. Kaepernick, sorry, if, if people haven't followed this, was the first NFL player to uh, to step out of line. Yeah, take and a he, knee. He took a knee. He kneeled, which I didn't think was that bad a thing to do. I mean, don't Christians like to get on their knees anyway? But, you know, anyway, I digress. And, and again, a lot of it's uh, history. Right? The national anthem doesn't become the national anthem till 1931. There you go. And it had been rejected previously. It, in, in, it had been offered at the end of the uh, 18, uh, 1800s, and it often was rejected in the debate for two reasons. Two reasons. Yeah. One, it was too bombastic. Right. And two, it was really hard to sing. Darn hard, especially if you sing it in C. I mean... 
you know, I, I confess that I've actually sat through the Star Spangled Banner a number of times uh, while playing a guitar, and I play it in G because that C is just <laughs> it's vocal suicide, unless you're a real pro. So anyway, yeah, it was too bombastic, but also a lot of the lyrics are, you know. Well, the third stanza, stanza right. uh, you know, essentially is an endorsement of slavery right. and a condemning of the colonial marines who were black slaves in the United States that yeah. defected to the British right. and fought with them in We're exchange for their freedom. Exactly, right, yep. Yeah, I remember that being part of the issue, too. But uh, it, it, the question really was raised, and I think there was one football player, Alex Smith, uh, a quarterback for the Chiefs, who was doing pretty well this year, by the way. But anyway, he made a really succinct kind of statement about, you know, why is the president wasting his time when we're almost at war, or if you listen to North Koreans, we're, we're at war with North Korea, mm-hmm. and he wants to make a big deal out of the uh, the way that they have, are, in his mind, mistreating the flag. Anyway. And uh, again, it's been pointed out that it wasn't really required for the players to even be on the field to 2009, and a really? lot of this is a deal wow, that was I didn't cut know that. between the military uh-huh. Uh to do recruitment with the National Football League. Ah. So it's a monetary relations. It was nothing for teams to stay in the locker room until the game started. Right. So a lot of this was pushed uh, for recruitment purposes. Well, was it also— After the Iraq War, you know, went went south, it was really hard to get people to enlist. There was a football player, and I'm trying to remember his name, that that joined— and then was killed by friendly fire, and the government lied yeah, about in, his death. In God Afghanistan. Yes, in Afghanistan. Correct. Yeah. So yeah, actually, I should remember Maybe they're the trying to save face in that. Uh, his brother commented on something I wrote about um, Afghanistan. There you go. His brother who— uh, pa- uh, isn't 16 it years, by the way, Afghanistan. Isn't 16 it, uh, years. Patrick Tillman? Tillman. That's it. Very good. Very good. Yeah, yeah. I, I know his brother had uh, ding, ding. commented on a uh, book of writings that I had done on uh, wow. war well, uh, with Harvey Wasserman called George were, W. Bush versus the Superpower of Peace. What I had read, too, is that they were extremely upset with the way in which the military had lied about the death of, of Patrick. And uh, so there you go. You know, <laughs> who's telling the truth and who's... Who's putting on a show? Uh, you know, lots of times they try to, they, they'll bring in, you know, Thunderbird planes to fly sure, over. the flyovers. And, you know, the, the jets and the, the, boy, the whole thing, it just really smacks of fascist well, militarism now, doesn't it? Sure, and there's been a long history of that. Uh, a lot of that you saw in uh, World War I uh, when they, you know, revised the Sedition Act. Yeah. And uh, put people like Eugene V. Debs in jail, get right. sentenced him to 10 years. And part of it was based on uh, you got more time, the more accurate. And they gave him 10 years because he said rich people have always declared war and poor people have always fought and there died. You go. Right. And the government argued the that truth. anyone listening to that would know it was true and thus wouldn't sign up for the draft. Excellent, yes. <laughs> 
<laughs> yes, the punishment so, fits the crime. Sedition eh? is wow. really yeah. bad-mouthing the government, well, bad-mouthing the sovereign. They, so, they, and the more accurate you are, the more in trouble you are. Right, and some say the truth will set you free, but in some places, in the some truth, cases, uh, it'll put Canada, you in jail. Ohio, the truth will jail you in 1917. <laughs> there you go, man. So anyway, that's, that's why well, I mentioned North Korea, but let's touch on that, right, that, that Trump, again, well, I mean, is let, wasting his time in the NFL. Meanwhile, the North Koreans say we're at war. So what to make of that? Well, even uh, more bizarre is that you can't protest in North Korea. You can't burn a flag. It's the embodiment of right. the unfree society. Right. And right. Trump is is emulating Kim right. Jong-un yeah. by essentially right. acting like an authoritarian and right. suggesting that right. people should be fired right. for expressing Punished. an idea. Exactly. Yeah, there you go. But also, another point that I saw was that the body of the Ohioan, who had, right, the guy was from Ohio sure. that had been uh, arrested in North Korea for uh, grabbing a, 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 a propaganda poster, uh, and uh, he was tortured basically to death. So, yes, this is a repressive society in North Korea, but you, your point is, is quite quite well taken that, that we're... We're in, emulating in, in that. In free societies, and you can it. protest and take a knee during the flag. Right. In yep. unfree societies, mm-hmm. you get killed or put in prison and tortured. There you go. Absolutely. So which way are we headed? That makes you wonder, doesn't it? Well, it appears uh, Trump uh, wants to go in a direction where people who express their views are blacklisted and lose their job. Yeah, there you go. Well, Trump did also take it on the... Uh, on the on the on the nose, in the election that was held down in uh, Alabama, where uh, the, uh, the 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 man known for putting the Ten Commandments, Judge right, Moore, in, Judge Moore, and also there were weren't there two separate incidences of him? Yeah, twice being he called was, on the carpet uh, and he was booted from the court. Right for uh, violating essentially uh, uh, the federal. Uh, laws and court rulings that yes. you cannot impose religion, right? The First Amendment has an establishment clause that says the government cannot establish a religion. Now, right. people uh, exactly. don't seem to understand, nor uh, can they prohibit the free exercise of religion. So, Correct. Uh, people exactly. don't realize what, what Moore did that was wrong was put it in his government courthouse. Exactly. Right? Now, not far from here, Dan Dugan, and I'm yes, sure sir. you've been there. You've, yeah, been there. You've had a cup of, you know, eggnog with a kick, and you've gone down to State Auto, yes. which has the largest I've worked there a number of times in the last few years, scene, yes. Right? The it largest sure does. nativity scene, they brag about Massive. It, yes. in America, right? a big right? history there, too. And They're very proud of it. You can't do anything to stop them because... They have, right. under the First Amendment, yes, as a right private to. company, mm-hmm. the right to have a big O. Yeah, know? they I sure mean, do. I mean, I'm surprised you haven't ended up in the in the major. Uh, because uh, the, 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 the I was headed that way. It's huge. <laughs> My son I mean, stopped it's me. It's <laughs> mammoth. It's huge. Yeah, it really is. And is right, that's their right to do that. Right. On the other hand, uh, uh, when I first came to town for about a decade, every single year, Delaware County Courthouse would put out the manger. Yeah. And every year things would happen. Uh, a frat at, you know, Ohio Wesleyan would steal the baby Jesus. Uh-huh. 
hold them ransom. Oh, boy. And the ACLU would sue and say, look, right. you're not a private entity. Yeah. Yeah. You're a government. Yeah. You can't be favoring and right. establishing one religion over, over another. another. Well, there's you, the famous you quote. If it was Buddhist da- Buddha Day, yeah. is that like Buddha it's day, Buddha's yeah. birthday? Yeah. We're going to have a big old statue of Buddha, right? right. Nobody right. does that in well, Ohio. Right. Yeah, of course. But um, wasn't the, uh, Thomas Jefferson had the famous quote, which was, What matter me what, uh, if my neighbor has one God or 15 gods? It neither breaks my legs or picks, picks my, pocket. my pocket. Beautiful yeah. quote. And if that doesn't say it right. Yeah, there needs to be that wall. But the guy that Moore beat down there in Alabama was this big Luther. Big Luther. Big Luther that was Trump's boy. So I, to some extent, they're calling it a setback, but it's not like a big win for the left. We'll yeah. see when that election, that was the, uh, the, nomin- and, you know, and, the and Judge primary Moore, process. But yeah. uh, Judge we'll Moore was happens. a little disappointing because he only uh, pulled out a 22 on stage. I thought ah. at least a snub-nosed 38. <laughs> yeah, and, and maybe a big gun. So I'm go. wondering why, why he what went the with the very he... small yeah, 22. Just a 22. Wow. I don't know. Maybe it's a little statement well, there. Well, he's got maybe. small hands. He, that's what, yes. That's, that's one thing he has in common with Trump. He has small hands, indeed. But you had also, and we're sort of, Jumping from topic to topic, but dovetailing into the discussion of the Buddhists, by the way, in which many of my friends have embraced this religion uh, and some of my family. But um, there is a case in, uh, in Burma that puts, pits the uh, Buddhists against the, the, the Muslims, and the Muslims are being killed uh, for their religion and for their difference of religion by Buddhists, which... I think to most people who have accepted that faith here, that probably comes as a surprise that that can happen. But uh, Yeah, because a lot of old hippies I know love Buddhism. Yes. Right? Earthly. Right. You get past that earthly sexual thing and mm-hmm. you contemplate right. truth. And you meditate with your friends. And then you go out and kill some Rohingyas. Right. I guess. Well, Again, the, the, the point Muslim is, I guess, minority, right? It's uh, Al-Sung Suu Kyi, the uh, Nobel Prize winner and head, really, the de facto head of the government uh, in, they call it Myanmar, I prefer to call it Burma. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. The military there, the Slork, has tremendous power. Sure. They had Al-Sung Suu Kyi under house arrest exactly. for, for a, a long, decade yeah. or so. Yes, yeah. a long time. Exactly. But, uh, you know, she's a Nobel uh, Peace Prize winner. Right. She really needs to, well, among other things, listen to WGRN 94.1 <laughs> That's to right. set herself we're, straight. We're, this is we're WGRN grinning. 94.1. We're grinning with the greens right here on 94.1. That's right. And we, there was and our station ID, folks. Al-Sung Suu Kyi would, uh, would go back to her peaceful days and not tolerate uh, this ethnic cleansing, that's what the U.N. has called it. Certainly Almost not. a perfect example right. of ethnic cleansing. Yeah, well, and the United States government is backing the government in, in, this, in this struggle. And uh, th- these people, again, are being murdered, which is outrageous. But these are the kinds of things we've, we see in this world at this point, right? 
and and might makes right in many people's eyes. And in this case, it just so happens they're they're Buddhists that have the might. So who's so. ever being killed? Whatever political, uh, religious, ethnic group has genocide being committed upon it, uh, I identify uh, with them. Yeah, and so right should. now I'm a Rohingya, uh, right. and I stand with the Muslims just like I stood with the Bosnian Herzegovinians in the former Yugoslavia. And just like, uh, you know, I, I stood with the East Timorese uh, when right, the right. government of Indonesia was slaughtering them. People need to call uh, Senator Portman, Pat T. Berry, Steve Stivers, uh, Joyce Beatty, Sherrod Brown, Senator Sherrod Brown, uh, and say, Look, the U.S. has to pressure uh, Burma, Myanmar, to stop this genocide of the against Rohingyas. the Rohingyas. Yes, indeed. Absolutely. That, that is a salient point, isn't it? And um, uh, I'm waiting for you to write a song about the Rohingyas, just I'll, like... I'll have to do a little more study. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I like to put a lot into it, you know. I, I'll have to... Uh, Get back to you with the. I don't know what rhymes with Rohingyan, but it's uh, it, it ain't no fun, that's for sure. So, and uh, yes, more than protests should be should be uh, initiated in this case. And uh, speaking of protests, uh, many people of Puerto Rican descent in this country have had damn good reason to uh, want to speak to their representatives about what is going on with the relief of the, uh, the Hurricane Maria. Uh, you know, it, it was interesting that Trump was immediately out to Texas and to Florida, and he praised the Republican governors where, where and their great the work. a lot of assets are, a lot of the ships and uh, uh, the things that are helping people are right. still in Houston while the people of uh, Puerto Rico yeah. are suffering, right. and no doubt many will uh, die. One small amount of relief was that they rescinded the uh, the act that kept uh, foreign ships from bringing uh, from going going into that port. But back uh, when uh, trade was not free, yeah, there when, you go. When you pick up a colony, by God, you're going to make some cash off it. <laughs> Only American ships are allowed into. American territory. There you we go. got that one after the uh, Spanish-American Spanish War in 1898. Right. Yes, which there's a statue down at the State House for that too. And I kind of wonder, was that the right side of history? But you know, we could we could discuss statues all night well, long. It was, but this it was is the people beginning that are of U.S. imperialism. It was the first step. Now you got to think about this, Dan. Um, usually, to be a contender, right? In, in, right. in boxing or Right. To be top 10 sure. in football, you got to beat a ranked opponent. Yes. So, so we the United States, the after Spain, committing Spain. genocide yeah. against the indigenous population, <laughs> had built itself a steel navy, right? Mm -hmm. But you don't want to go out right away and take on Britannica or a major yeah. power like right. France right. or you Germany. Want, you yeah, you want to start with you know the Spanish. They're at like, that point. At they're that they're point like 10th ranked, right? Right. They've 500 been, years earlier, yeah, no, they, but at that their, point, They yeah. hit their or peak with the Armada right. prior to exactly. the Armada in 1588. Yes, so indeed. <laughs> <they've been> <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> they're, they're an old empire, right? Like, yeah, they are. Like a savvy yeah, a veteran. tottering one, yes. You know, they're punch drunk. 
Right. Uh, they don't really want to fight anymore. Yeah. But the United <laughs> States wants to be a contender. Exactly. It's it's just so like Marlon coming Brando in with our steel and ships. all the waterfront. I could have been a contender. Absolutely. So the United States yeah. has got to beat a yeah. ranked opponent. Right. So they go after Spain, right? There you go. And they do it by accusing Spain of treating the Cubans bad. Spain's <laughs> like, what? What did we do? <laughs> well, I mean, the, who are you? You're the United there, States. There are. Uh, what are yeah. you going to do? You probably take it over and turn it into a whorehouse and give it to the mob. Uh, wow! Imagine that happening. Jeez, that'd be impossible. That's uh, unbelievable. I just don't believe it. But. The Philippines, there were photos I've seen in the Philippines. Just murderous, uh, you know, stacks of bodies. Oh, yeah, of, uh, because there was a lot of, of resistance. Uh, the yeah. various uh, uh, tribes there were resisted. Uh, one, one part that uh, gun people like is it did give us the forty five uh, revolver. Uh-huh. Because a lot of mm-hmm. the, uh, some of the tribes that resisted. Uh, Not they, that little twenty-two, right? They used uh, they, uh, the standard sidearm was the thirty-eight, okay. but it didn't have enough knockdown power. I see. So you'd you'd shoot these, and they would use uh, vines that had narcotic properties, and they'd wrap themselves in it. So unless you were hitting a major body organ, you weren't <laughs> killing you weren't them. Killing someone. So uh, you needed to develop a gun. That uh, would. 1911, right? Okay. Uh, yeah. 1911. Uh, Technology example, marches forward, yes. Right. 1911 is the year they came up with this, you know, low velocity, high impact, impact right. uh, 45 round uh, as a sidearm. Uh huh. You know, when That'll you want, when you want to knock off a hand or an arm. Lord God. It's, it is it is amazing when you delve into the history of this uh, this empire that is the United yeah, States. Yeah, and if, if you want technology, you need to go sometime to, uh, I think it's in Cody, Wyoming, but uh, the uh, Custard Museum. Uh, ah, uh, yeah. And, and also there's Ohio a boy, Cody. by the way, originally. Yeah, there's a, yeah, there's a Cody uh, Museum as well. A good Buffalo, old Buckeye. Uh, yeah. And I think in the Cody Museum, I saw a ton of rifle. And with mm. every rifle they introduced, it's like it's got a list of what Indian tribes were were tested out on, right? Or, yes, right, uh, absolutely exterminated. Sure, yeah. yeah. And then once you got to the Remington, there, once you got to that repeater, mm-hmm. you know, good for killing buffalo and Lakota. Mm-hmm. You know, the last tribe absolutely. gave in the brave and right. Uh, well, first get their food supply. Sound. Yeah, yeah. Right. It's uh, you know it was uh, forced starvation. Right, absolutely. It was a massive uh, campaign to starve uh, Mm -hmm. the Lakota Indian by destroying the buffalo. Right. There's a really interesting monument in in New York City near Ground Zero. If anyone's visiting, they should look at this. It is uh, dedicated to the Irish and the uh, victims of the famine. But if you go into the museum underneath this grassy uh, sort of knoll that... uh, that represents an old Irish homestead. If you go underneath into the museum itself, it talks about the use of famine by powers throughout history. Mm-hmm. And, uh, well, we, we learned it very well. Lenin against but, the Ukraine. And, and, and it almost the, seems like... When the Soviet like, Union was founded. There you go. Yep. And it, but it almost seems like Trump is practicing some modicum of that to punish a, a uh, uh, an island that is... Uh, not a state yet, and obviously not a Republican stronghold. Commonwealth. And so there you go. Um, and these people uh, get to suffer for that. By the way, from on the waterfront, it, there is, there's a line where uh, the guy comes up, uh, another character comes up to uh, 
the Marlon Brando, uh, you know, and he, uh, to Marlon Brando, and he, and he says, uh, well, Dugan says, and Brando goes, ah, Dugan, what does he know? <laughs> <laughs> and that's how I feel on this show sometimes. I'm just trying to keep from getting fired. That's what I know. But, <laughs> but you were beautiful. Mm. It was a 145, you were beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> you were my brother. You should have looked out for me. Remember you said it was not my night? <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Uh-huh. Um, do we have any more topics there, Robert? Uh, we covered. Oh, well, you know what? Burns, Burns in Vietnam. There we go. I knew there was one more thing we wanted to cover. I've been watching it rather yeah. religiously, although I did miss it last night. Went to see X, and I'm glad I did. That was a great show. But I digress. I've been learning a went whole out lot. And did X? It's probably the right thing to have done. Although <laughs> I was uh, just uh, hanging out. But anyway. Um, the Burns Vietnam uh, series is just continues to roll along. And, uh, boy, LBJ, a man who did an awful lot domestically to push through Kennedy's programs, really suffered and from hired Vietnam. And hired a socialist, oh, uh, Michael Harrington, yeah. cut poverty in half yeah. within a few years, took right. it down from the 22% the great under society. Eisenhower yeah. to uh, 11%. Mm-hmm. And uh, as uh, Michael Harrington, the architect, of the war on poverty, working out of the White House with Sergeant Shriver, said that the war on poverty was lost in the jungles of Vietnam. Well stated, absolutely, yeah. And the lies that pile up on top of it. Lies Just, upon oh lies upon lies. And Nixon Eisenhower comes in Eisenhower lied, post. Kennedy lied, but right. then was going to pull out. Right. Yes, Johnson he was. let them have their damn war. Nixon lied and lied and lied. Continually, continually. And a lot of people were drafted, and then Nixon was crafty enough to initiate the lottery, which I don't know if you got a number. Did you get one? I got one one last year that got one. I was in the uh, the last... the last, the last one also, yeah. yes. That's that's where I was. I had yeah. pretty high number, so I had a I had a god awful number. Uh, and I was at Kent 95. State, so I figured I was going right. somewhere over Canada. But anyway, one one through ninety five was supposed to go to Vietnam, prepare to go. Aha! Uh-huh. And then there was like about a, another. Yeah. And I was like was, 17, I think. So. Yeah, I had number 94. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, so <I laughs> right on the edge. I waited all night with my parents. Yes, right, right on the there. edge. God, I'm going to make it. I'm well, going to make it. And there's, there's only two. Oh, yeah. man, they well, called mine. Number lucky for 94. us, though, that Nixon needed the re-election. And so he did wind the, the war down, but, of course, to be re-elected and then— he, that wasn't enough, so that's where Watergate came from. But well, I, I, I was amazed at how much Johnson mm. lied about mm. it. I just didn't, not that I thought he was some kind of, you know, great American, uh, you know, or some sort of pious priest type character. But, uh, yeah, that's that's been a real eye-opener, I think. And, yeah. and you, you have been watching it then? Yeah, yeah, I have. Uh, and, again, uh, I think he's done a good job. He came under uh, some brief criticism uh, for reporting uh, the Gulf of Tonkin incident, right, as a, right. Uh, well, prov- I, uh, you know the official pro- line provoked by the provoked, yeah, by the yeah, the North yeah for Vietnam no Navy. reason. The world, one of the world's smallest navies, but, attacked U.S. warship. And then I didn't necessarily waters. see it as that cut and dried. I no. thought they put enough gray area in there to read it yourself. Is what I well, thought. Well, the Gulf like. of Tonkin was portrayed as the government called it a retaliation, and that's right. what Burns referred to. Well, yeah, the official government. Version. Right. 
but you know it's uh, you know he gave other perspectives the fact that it could have been a CIA fabrication that did did not in fact happen on that uh, night and, and of course uh, one thing about Vietnam I really like and Dave Rovix wrote a great song is the legendary Hugh Thompson the uh, gunner who stopped the My Lai massacre right, by training yes. his, yeah. having his uh, machine gun trained yeah. right. on American troops yes. and making them stand down. Uh-huh. Absolutely. And really yeah. destroyed his military career. Well, that doesn't surprise Colin me. Colin Powell, who helped cover it up. When we, we don't like whistleblowers around here, buddy. Yeah. Um, and again, if you ever you know read interviews with Hugh or, or his crew that, uh, you know, his other two members of his crew is very, very brave, and he really thought it was evil North Vietnamese that were doing the shooting. And, oh, and when he and found he out, abs- the when they told him yeah. to hit the road, get out of here, none right. of your business. Right. He stood That's there, they say, for 15 minutes with his machine guns trained on U.S. soldiers, right, making them stand down. Absolutely. And it looks like we've run out of town. But Man, here's to Hugh Thompson. The next time I always yeah, absolutely I'll a call fine his American, name. a and real keep, hero. Keep with the other side of the news and keep on doing what you do for this community out there. And keep listening to WGRN ninety four point one. All right, Bob Petragius with Dan Dugan. Thank you. Peace out. Mm-hmm.